0: Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. How's it going today, Brian?
1: It is great, phenomenal, unbelievable, exciting, man. We got a hot tub there at our house now.
0: You have a hot tub. It is one that, that, of these I,
1: days I'll let you know how it is because we got it I think yesterday and it's still heating up I think it's got up like ninety.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's what's the normal temperature?
1: Normally they'll run up over a hundred, okay, about like a hundred and four I, I think is kind of where it runs. I probably won't keep it that high. I'll probably keep it around a hundred just because I don't. I'd rather sit in there for a long time than just bake. No, I am. I,
0: I am disappointed because your your wife sent me a picture and she's like, "I'm sorry, Linda. It's only got three seats." And I'm like, "You didn't get a seat for me."
1: Just <laughs> had to kick Alex out. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm gonna kick be kicking your kid out. <laughs> it, it could seat four with a kid or two. It, it's he's, tight. He's
0: getting bigger. It's yeah. tight in there. It's,
1: tight. <clears throat> it's meant for two people. Yeah. Uh, it can seat three. It can seat. You could get four in there, but you'd have to yeah. be you'd have to be friends with each other to put four. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a temporary thing until we can figure out what we're going to do with the pool area.
0: Okay.
1: We were at the hot tub show over the weekend. That's kind of what... Uh-huh. We'd been talking about getting a hot tub for a while. We went yeah. to the hot tub show, and they're like, well, you know, all the big ones are like 220 volt. And it's like running 220 volt to any place would be a nightmare. Right. And in this then house? Some. Oh, my God. It, not only in this house, but like trying to find an electrician, trying to run it, whatever. Yeah. And like, well, because, you know, the guy, he's like, he's trying to sell this... Yeah. Because they're not cheap. No. Hot <laughs> tubs are not cheap. No. He's trying to sell the expensive one. I'm like, okay, yeah, and maybe in the short term we do just a smaller plug-in one. And unfortunately, the only one they had there was the smallest model. I wish they'd had one bigger that had like four seats. That would have been probably the better model to, yeah. to choose. But that was all they had there. And, you know, we're going to impulse buy. We're going to impulse buy. <laughs> And realistically, how many times do you need five and six people for a hot tub?
0: Right. I mean, for you guys, there's three of in the house, you know, and yeah.
1: If someone comes over, we can share. It's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I come over for weird Friday night movies, you know. We can all fit, yeah. right? We'll, we'll send Alex over to his friend's <laughs> Fairly house. Fairly comfortably, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> usually when we're watching movies, they're not appropriate for Alex, for anyway. Your son anyway. So he wouldn't be here. So yeah. Well, he'll have,
1: he'll <laughs> have burned it up by the time by the time you know we come over in the evening, he'll probably have already been I in know. it for two or three hours. He was already in it tonight. It was like it's only eighty nine in there. He's like it's warm enough. I'm like, well, yeah, it is warm enough to just kind of sit out there, but it's yeah. not.
0: What's the pool temperature when we were swimming? Eighty two. 82, okay. That's what it I
1: mean, 89 is warm. It's yeah. not uncomfortable. It's kind of like a bath.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Which is okay. Yeah. Like I said, you can sit in and be comfortable. I don't My know in-laws I had one
0: that was circular, so you could fit right. all kinds, all kinds of, people, of people. But it wasn't particularly comfortable. You know, you couldn't lounge back or anything like that in it because it was a circle. Right, know, so. there's no
1: lounging. Everybody's yeah. feet end up in the middle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just... <laughs> And a lot of, they bought it though. I'll never forget. They bought it right when I was pregnant.
1: So I
0: I couldn't use it for (laughs) a year. I could, nine months. I'm like sitting outside the hot tub, watching everybody else drinking wine or margaritas in the hot tub. And I'm going, yeah, this is so much fun for me. (laughs) I'm growing a person. All right. Well, never mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But the interesting thing was as we were sitting there, we were. they also have the swim spas.
0: Ah.
1: And nowadays they have fairly large swim spas. Yeah, they're
0: getting have bigger.
1: That a lot of length to it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of intriguing as a replacement for the pool out there maybe. Because mm-hmm. you'd have the swimming stuff, and it would also be big enough that it's... Because most of the time when I always saw the swim spas, they were generally big enough to swim in, and you really couldn't do a lot else in them.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a... There's some bigger ones now that are uh, 16 feet long, 17 oh, feet wow. long. I mean, they're large That's and they're long. fairly deep. And I'm like, oh, this might actually be a decent replacement. Alex could still be able to splash around in yeah. it. Yeah, It's fairly deep. They're, what, four, deep, four feet deep? I mean, they're not shallow. Right. Uh, you can see, you know, the, like anything else, you can set them up to a hot tub. A lot of times they put, like, the hot tub in the back corner Yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. They actually had one where the hot tub was actually separate. Oh, they wow. had like a little divider you could put <laughs> that you put in so you could keep the hot tub at a higher temperature, at a higher temperature than the temperature. Regular pool. Yeah,
0: because who wants to swim in a hot tub? Whoa.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't want to swim that high. Yeah. And I'm just, we were just looking at that. I was like, because we could take where the pool is now and kind of demo that mm-hmm. and just put it in there so that it's level with whatever we yeah. have there.
0: Yeah, you could kind of fill in whatever space to make it fit.
1: With whatever. Yeah, we could maybe use some decking or something like yeah. that to fill in that gap right. and then have just a pool there that would also be a swim pool which then I could use for potentially coaching. Yeah. Cuz like the nicer ones you know you start I start looking around at them. They've got some really nice ones now that to generate that wave they use just water and there's no like air in it so there's no turbulence in them now.
0: Oh. Now
1: it's good. It's the Michael Phelps version we were really was looking at. I'm like okay good for him. <laughs> he gets to make yeah, a little bit extra money by putting his names on stuff.
0: He's got to market himself somehow, you know. Yeah.
1: They've got the double basically a double uh, wave pusher in there and that allows the water to be smoother. Okay. There's not as much turbulence in it, therefore it's better for Cuz normally
0: it's like a almost like a propeller, isn't right. it? That's okay, that's making the, the And now uh,
1: they And it's just interesting that you, you what it? And that's like it goes down to like, fifty-three seconds per hundred speed meters, whoa, which would be elite athlete. I'd be like getting it.
0: pushed off the bat.
1: Well, that's the highest <laughs> yeah. it goes. Yeah. No, I mean no one can no one can swim that fast. Yeah. <laughs> but that, it has like a zero to a hundred, so you would have to figure out kind of what your speed is within yeah. that.
0: Uh, wow. It, it, that's a lot of that's a lot of resistance. Well, and color. it's
1: and when you go that the marketing for it, it's set up for it's it, they've partnered with U.S. Swimming and U.S. Um, triathlon. It's like the yeah. official uh, <clears throat> swim spa for mm. Olympic athletes. And I assume they probably have them as kind of like a warm yeah. up at these big events where they don't have extra pools. Potentially, I, I don't know who, who knows if they're actually actually using them at the highest levels or not.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Maybe maybe a couple of them have them or their coaches do or something, you know.
1: Potentially. Hmm. it Yeah. Uh, it becomes an intriguing option, especially the bigger ones. Now, you're going to pay a lot of money for that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Um,
1: At the same time, it would probably be more useful than fixing the pool. It would allow me to be able to swim year-round. Yeah. It would allow us to use it year-round. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller entity. They're self-contained, well, and they stay space, heated. Your space,
0: you could probably bubble that whole area or enclose it at some point.
1: Well, you would just heat it. You just keep it. Yeah, heated that's true. Keep the cover on it. Didn't and we, we talk did. about
0: like? getting out of the water when it's icy yeah we talked about that like last week and how no
1: no that would not be fun i there would there would have to be limits on how cold i would probably swim. (laughs)
0: Luckily, you don't have too far of a walk from the pool no it wouldn't be very far it it
1: wouldn't be a long walk it would just definitely be
0: a very brief one (laughs) one. Yeah. yeah
1: you'd have to like go out with all your winter gear on to take off the the top part like and then swim. Open
0: the door, one step, jump in.
1: <laughs> I imagine that in the winter it probably wouldn't get used as much. Yeah. It would probably get more used as like a family thing. And even then I can't imagine it would get used a ton.
0: Yeah.
1: It would be an option though for, yeah. for that year round. and It's an interesting concept. I'm I'm toying with it. But it would definitely be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be shelling out some money for that. Yeah. I was like trying to figure out if I could like rent uh, time in it. And make my money back.
0: Your insurance would be through the roof. I, mean, I don't know. I don't Your liability insurance, that's the first thing that my brain goes to is insurance. Yeah, you don't but,
1: publish it. You just rent it to friends and family. It's not like public.
0: Oh, well, yeah. But, well, I, okay.
1: I mean, probably worth 10 to for most people around here to have some place to swim so for an hour. So that's
0: not going to really make a dent in your payment of how much that thing costs if you're...
1: No, but it would give me beer money. <laughs> that's what I'm like. <laughs> Let's be gonna real, man. buy you
0: beer. Help <laughs> pay for the burger?
1: chemicals and help pay for all yeah. kinds of things I need to run this thing. The electricity it's going to cost. beer
0: though, is the most important part.
1: <laughs> I can't drink beer like that anymore, though. It is too much for me anymore. Anyway. Oh, that's too funny.
0: Well, cool. Well, congrats on the, at least a start. You have somewhere warm to sit in the water. And your son is, I know, overjoyed.
1: Yes, it gives him something to get into, and it is—it's nice because we get the overview of downtown. Yeah, it allows us yeah. to kind of sit out and actually enjoy it. We don't actually go out there as much as most people would think we do. Yeah, in the summer, in the evening, you get mosquitoes. Yeah, I've yeah. always—we've talked about maybe some of this overhang that's out back here, kind of putting some type of mesh covering on it so you could sit out in the winter mm-hmm. because or in summer because the bugs get really bad.
0: Yeah, you need some more uh, bats.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but it's just what it is. We we, we yeah. do use it some. This'll, this will we will, will not be to doing a
0: podcast more. from the hot tub. Just
1: I think day. we should. I think it'd be I, awesome. No, I
0: don't. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in our tri in the in the hot tub doing a podcast.
1: I love it, man. Let's work on that. As soon as it like warms up and it's not raining, we'll do it. <laughs> I
0: want that hot tub to be a little warmer than uh, eighty nine degrees. Well, it'll
1: too. it'll be up to full temp sometime tonight or tomorrow morning it's going up about two degrees an hour
0: yeah no we're not
1: <laughs> it started at 44 oh i my had to like gosh. we like filled it up and you had to put the f-
0: 44
1: 44 i'd put the <laughs> filter back into it it took me like four tries to push the filter in because it was up to elbow deep and i could only hold my hand in the water for like five or six seconds and i pull it out and it was just burning in pain I was like, "Oh, this is miserable."
0: <laughs> Oops! Put the filter in. <laughs> Mental note. Well, you had to fill it up first, and then put oh, the filter in. And then put the filter in. Yeah, okay. no, they
1: didn't want you to run it through the filter. Okay. The the fill up process.
0: Okay. And wow.
1: The hose water was pretty cold. Now the good news is, is it's all balanced, which is interesting. I didn't think the water would come out that well balanced, but it was balanced across the board as far as like hardness uh, really? and uh, uh, acid and all that stuff.
0: Cool. You do have to keep up on it, though, when it's...
1: We just had to add chlorine, and I may have over-chlorinated just take the, If
0: you take the lid off, it evaporates off.
1: Yes. I, I'm not really worried about it. i just yeah. saying, at this moment in time, it's probably a little
0: over. We had the floaty chlorinated thing that just floated and then my mother-in-law just had it in there all the time, and she would just test it. It's pretty easy. I mean, you just got to keep up on it. If it gets out of hand, you're kind of in trouble.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I'll check it probably regularly, and it's... Not yeah. a hard thing for me to do it's just yeah the problem was is like you, you get like the, the I had the big bag of shock and uh-huh. it was like this treats 20,000 gallons the bag itself and I'm like hmm, this is 170 gallons
0: <laughs> how, how
1: much? much is it well we put just like, it was like well this is probably like you know maybe a quarter of a cup or yeah I just pulled the bottom of it I put it in waited 15 minutes got nothing. So I'm like, well, I put a little bit more. I put like a quarter of a cup and dumped it in. And it came back and was like, ha, I'm like, <laughs> oops, oh. <laughs> <laughs> little over chlorinated at the first round. That's okay. I'll just kill anything there. that came with it. There you go. It is now dead. <laughs> Any bacteria that was on that when it, we put water in it, and dead. It
0: is gone now.
1: <laughs> Any bacteria that was in the <laughs> hose, dead.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. Though that it was actually pretty good coming out of the hose.
1: Yeah, the all like the ph, balance, pH on, balance was good was 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 pretty pretty clean in the middle so I didn't. we didn't have to do any of that because we didn't have any of those chemicals <laughs>
0: <laughs> good thing
1: <laughs> we had the chemicals there's like two things you had to add one was a, a thing for rust of all the metal parts you put okay. it in and i guess it takes all the the metals out of the water okay or neutralizes all the metals mm-hmm. in the water and you had to sit that and then you put chlorine in because hmm. all we had to add which was which was nice that was Good. it could yeah. have been much Easy. worse yeah. we to be going and making runs for I chemicals. was uh,
0: just in Boston and actually speaking of water like my sister was sitting there complaining about the minerals in the water put marks all over her you know everything glass in her house you when know? yeah. you put water in she's like it, it's it is pretty bad
1: um, we have a lot of minerals in our water here yeah. there's no doubt about that and my uh, fish tank is <laughs> <It's a> testament <laughs> to that it was like the white yeah. stuff all over yeah yeah it's but, a but it's at least balanced, so that's yeah, that's a good that's thing good. for our water company. They're not.
0: Cool. <laughs> they're doing a good job.
1: So how did you right. do this over this weekend? I uh, you traveled, didn't you? I
0: traveled. I got on a plane. I was supposed to leave at five ten on Friday morning, and uh, so I was up two thirty or so to take a shower and get to the airport. Two hours. Well, I only got to the airport about an hour ahead of time. I got there at about four, and uh, got through security. You know, no problem. And then, you know, sitting around, and then the plane is there and they're not loading us. And then they finally come on and they're like, um, We estimated the rest time for our crew incorrectly. They can't fly. I'm like, Oh my God. All right. So, uh, you know, if your connecting flight has to be changed, well, that would be me. That was the second name that they called to change the connecting flight from uh, Charlotte to Boston. And I was like, okay, well, got this. All right. I didn't mean to check a bag. I meant to gate check it, kind of like put a tag on it so you could get when you got off the, right, right off the plane. And she checked it through. And I was like, oh, now where's that bag going to end up? <clears throat> it all ended it's up being It's kind of a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. You know, so they got me in a, I, I ended up, I was supposed to arrive in Boston at 10. I think I got there at 12. So, you know. But I was like, man, I'm sitting here in this airport, and I could have gotten like at least another hour worth of sleep. But no. So.
1: That reminds me of the time we went to Europe, and we went up to drop off our bags. You know how they put the tag on the plane right there? Yeah. Well, my bag started going down the the, the conveyor belt and didn't have the tag on it. <gasps> oh, I'm like, no. go on. We'll get it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to be in Europe for a week. i to probably find some clothes I can buy. <laughs> but it made heart? it. I mean. Made it, that's like that's like same type of thing. Like, wonder where my bag went. <laughs> like, I, like, I will get it. Go on, you're good. I go watch my it. bag go off without the tag on. It
0: <laughs> well, it was interesting. So in in Lexington, when I left there, you know, you've got Ziploc bag full of you know all of your right. liquids. You got to take off your shoes. You got to right. take the computer out of the bag. Which have that in a separate for, yeah. tray. Take off your coat. All that. I had to take off my vest. I had to take off everything. Not everything. Anyway, <laughs> really
1: that's a tired. new type of service there. <laughs>
0: I'm a little tired. Sorry. (laughs) On the way back from Boston, I went through security. I didn't have to. I had to take off my coat. I had to take off my shoes. I didn't have to take anything out of my bag at all. And I don't know if it was just that they were in a rush or Logan Airport cameras are better. They did pull one lady's bag. I saw that. It went off a different shoot. And uh, she had two cans of Goya beans. Like canned beans. Really? And they confiscated. They wouldn't let her take the beans. Like, like okay. I wonder why you can't have cans of beans, but apparently don't try to travel with canned food. It'll I wonder if it was.
1: It was probably the cans.
0: Yeah, it had the pop top. Yeah, that and I'm it. wondering if that was it. You because know,
1: you could use that as a, potentially a weapon. I guess. I mean, be well, because it's sharp. If I pulled that off, I could potentially yeah, okay. make a weapon out of it. Okay. I mean, that's that's. This was a like stretch. a
0: twenty-something-year-old girl, when I was like,
1: again. I mean, yeah. It's like okay. at some point, common sense has to come over. It's like, if some twenty-year-old girl is going to try to take over the plane <laughs> with, with the a can, can of top beans, <laughs> yeah, I think I think some. I'm head. thinking somebody on that flight could probably take her down. Just maybe. Pretty
0: sure. Pretty sure.
1: <laughs> you know, if it was some like three hundred pound dude who was like ripped beyond belief, maybe hey. we uh, like okay, this is probably not a good idea if you yeah. bring this on the flight. Sorry. It, it was interesting,
0: so, but I just I was really surprised. I was like, I don't have to take any. Of that. I didn't have to take my laptop out. I didn't have to take any of that out. It was wild. So huh. anyway,
1: they might have better scanners, or they just may not. It might be a volume thing. It may have been a
0: volume thing. There were a lot of people traveling at that time. My flight left there. It was supposed to leave at 6:40 p.m. and that did leave on time. The second flight <laughs> did not. I was in Charlotte again, and that flight was supposed to leave at. 10 30 I was supposed to get into Lexington at midnight and the uh, the plane coming in came late I mean people I didn't realize at, at that time of night how busy an airport is I mean there's people running everywhere there's people like jumping over the moving sidewalk oh that was my gate you know yeah. trying to, it, was, it was crazy so I think a lot of things were out of sync on Monday night and uh so they come on and they're like well you know, our flight, our plane is here, everything's fine, but the lavatories are not working. So if you need, you know, we strongly suggest you use the restroom now. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like preschool. We're going outside. Everybody go potty before we go. <laughs> so so that flight, I ended up getting, it, that ended up being about a half hour, 45 minutes delay. So okay. I got home at 1 o'clock in the morning last night.
1: Good times. Should've got. up and gone swimming. That's about something I would do. I usually go to bed by 1 o'clock and get up at 4 <laughs> No, that's well like Friday nights. <laughs> my
0: alarm went off at 5:30, and I've worked all day, so don't mess with me. <laughs> the kids were good today. Oh, thank goodness. So, anyway, but yeah, it was Boston. It was fun. Um, they had very similar weather that we've been having down here, like super warm and then really cold. And it was pretty cold while I was up there. I'm driving to my sister's house with my mom and dad. My mom is 83, almost 84. My dad's 91, almost 92 and we're driving along and i see the clouds up ahead like it's like really dark i'm like that looks like a thunderstorm but it's really cold yeah i'm driving along all of a sudden it's like mother nature just dumped snow and i mean it's like where did the road go it was yeah that's wild the problem. i was like okay my dad had been fussing because we weren't letting him drive and it's like oh thank god
1: he <laughs> <You> weren't <laughs> that may not have gone so well
0: why not he's like why kids let me drive like, I'm here dad James will drive my brother will drive you home you know it, it's let us drive you you know it, it's dark he actually drives fairly well for his age I was in a car with him and I was only a little terrified but that may have just been because it's Boston drivers too
1: right true it's like,
0: I've got time gee oh
1: don't yeah, work. you're oh, okay. in a major urban area driving. It's yeah. interesting. In
0: and they and areas. I know how they drive, and I watched it on the highway, and it was like, I'm just going to sit right here and do a little bit over the speed limit, and I'll be okay. Anyway, so uh, it was all agreed that it was a very good thing that they did not drive that night. <laughs> he was like, he's sitting there going, I don't see the line anymore. And I'm like, no, Dad, that's because the line is gone. I'm following the taillights up there, and if he goes off the road, I promise I won't follow him. You know, we're, we're, we're getting <laughs> But it was wild. I mean, they have thunder snow storms up there sometimes. And it was almost like that. It was wild. And I mean, they like dumped an inch of snow. And then the next day it was 60 degrees.
1: Yeah, we had warm weather here the last couple of days. I actually went outside biking yesterday.
0: I saw people biking up there like the next day.
1: Well, yeah, because they're freaks, but (laughs) they're used to the cold. I'm not used to the cold.
0: They, I mean, it was, it was almost 60 degrees and they were like, Oh my God. You know, yeah. they were, well, I mean, it's crazy to bike on, I mean, this is a suburban road and it, it was, it, it's, uh, I I was shocked that people bike on those roads, but they do. Yeah. You know, and they don't die nice. as often as you would think, I guess.
1: It was nice. That was the first time I've ridden a bike outdoors in four months, maybe three or four months. You went road bike? Yeah. It was, oh. it was like oh 65 God. yesterday. Wow. It was really warm here. It was a little windy, but wind doesn't bother me. Yeah. It was. It was wow. nice. It's the first time I've been off the rollers. I've been. And riding then last
0: rollers. night we had incredibly large thunderstorms that,
1: yes. that soaked everything. Yes, and it yeah. carried on to the day. Fortunately, I got my swim in before the lightning hit. Oh, I, I got cool. out, and like two minutes later, big lightning just it. <laughs> they got you everybody do out, and I'm like, good thing they spent all that money on grounding this pool when they built it.
0: Let's side, not go there. We know how side. you feel. We know how you feel. <laughs> All right. So there was something that you watched.
1: Yeah. And- no, I've been, uh, I, like I said, i have right out ride right outside. But before that, I've been riding on the rollers. Right. And one of the cool things about riding indoors, if anything, is watching TV. Although watching TV on the rollers is a little bit more interesting because you're looking up and you're not looking, you know, you're not paying attention. You can ride off the rollers pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've only done that once this winter, and I was able to catch myself. It wasn't a big. Deal. That's good.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, usually, I know when I'm kind of going off the rollers. <laughs> it, the rollers are an interesting beast. They are very difficult to learn. Once you learn them, they're not bad. But yeah, it's a, there's a learning curve there.
0: I, I'm I'm loving my Garmin tax. I, I I never have a, yeah, no, I will never be on rollers. <laughs> I like
1: the rollers because it's like riding a bike. You actually also are riding a tax. bike. You're not. No, it's there's a big difference between being bolted in and being on a on a platform where it that moves. actually moves with you.
0: Okay, All right. I see your point.
1: I mean, I've I've ridden trainers before, and it's just it's not quite the, it's not the same. Uh, My feeling. front
0: wheel like moves a little bit. Right. It does allow me to do that, even though it's you know on a stand. So yeah. I do get that, but yeah.
1: Okay. You're still kind of, and if you try to stand up, the back doesn't usually move very much. Does your Give a lot. Of course, My riding guess. standing up on a roller is, is a death sentence, but yeah, I was gonna say,
0: don't do that. <laughs> um, no, on the tax, it's it's you can you can do whatever you want. I mean,
1: does it move though?
0: Mm, a little bit, a little bit, but yeah, not
1: much. I mean, that's always been the thing is you kind of stand up and it's just kind of stationary. Yeah, just riding stationary. This one bike. is
0: so stable that you know it's it's nice because I don't worry about tipping over. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, yeah, like any it. type of stationary ones, it's you have to you have to work to tip them over. Yeah. But I was watching movies, anyway, which Washington is kind movies. of where I was going with this before yes. I got sidetracked. Sorry. <laughs> and I was watching The Last Samurai, okay. which is a very mediocre movie yes. in its entirety. It's it's about a American soldier back in the mid-1800s. He was kind of out west, uh, I guess, dealing with the Indian uprisings. Okay. He was uh, kind of new custard and... You know kind of was in part of that rebellion that was putting down the rebellions and he i guess his commanding officers had him come in and, and obliterate like a tribe that didn't really have huh. you know and kill everybody so he had all these war things going on so he was an alcoholic at this point okay. and he gets recruited to go over to japan to put down an uprising that's going on over there He's, okay. since he put down a successful rising in, in america He's going over to Japan. Even it,
0: like caused him to be a complete total mental wreck.
1: Right. Well, but he's a warrior. It's so, kind of his okay. thing. He's a it's warrior. Okay. Um, and so they're going to pay big money to go over there, and him and a couple of guys he do, are head over there, and he's there to, He's really there to train the army to put down this rebellion. Okay. <laughs> he goes over there, and it's a bunch of like peasants that they've armed with weapons. Because now we're starting talking about weaponry here, where you have shooting. And the rebellion is the samurais, and it's kind of loosely based on, what was it, the um, the Satsuma Rebellion in, in uh, Japan. Basically, what happened was in Japan, the as they began to move into the modern world in the late 1800s, the need for like sword wielding samurai began to kind of dissipate, kind of decrease, yeah, uh, Replaced with the more advanced weaponry of the time and just okay. more. And they did an uprising and they didn't want to move into that new age. And it got put down in over like a three or four year period or something like that. So it's roughly based on a real event in history. And he's over there to put down a samurai rebellion he's training these peasants to use firearms and he's, and they're like, well, we're going to go and fight them. And he's like, dude, they're not ready. And he like gets one of them. And he's walks out in front of him. He's like, shoot me, shoot me. And the guy's like shaking, holding the gun. And eventually he's like, if you guys shoot me, I'm going to shoot him. He pulls out his gun and starts pointing at him. And the guy fires and totally misses him. He's like, they're not ready, but they they're go into the battle <laughs> anyway. And the samurai come and just overwhelm them because they're not ready for the battle. Yeah. And, uh, he gets ends up getting captured in this whole process because he continues to fight, okay. even though the whole troops leave because he's, like, he's, the, himself, he's a warrior. He's out like, fighting. His like his friend that came with him gets killed, and and he's like the only one captured. The uh, general he surrenders, but he Should kills we himself.
0: Spoiler alert on all of this.
1: No, this is in the beginning. This okay. is the early part of the movie. Okay. And the and the general who is kind of leading the troops, he ends up killing himself through uh, the ritual. The, uh, um, Harry Carey, Harry Carey, suicide, and they cut off his head, and <laughs> it's, this is it's why I haven't. seen it, this It's of part it. of it because they, they they stab themselves, and if you're honorable, they'll 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 end it, so you don't have to sit there and suffer with a belly oh, wound. It's it's kind of their ritual they just like thing. Sit there and let you oops. right. If you're not honorable, they make yeah. It's this long suffering process, so they just kind of kill him to get it done get with. It done. Okay, but like the American soldier. You know Tom Cruise is the, is the character. He's like, doesn't really kind of get it, I guess, because you know, he makes a comment later, like, yeah, you killed him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. It was a, yeah. I was kind of trying to explain it to him. And so Tom Cruise is captured. He's taken to their village. And since they're in a the remote part of Japan, it becomes winter. We're heading into winter, so he can't go anywhere. He's stuck there. And mm-hmm. he's a prisoner. And in prisoner the head, anyway, so he He's a prisoner anyway, yeah. But he can't, like, escape because there's yeah. no escape because even if you escape, you're not going to make it through the passes.
0: Gotcha. So
1: there's no reason to try to escape. I mean, they have someone kind of walk with him the whole time to kind of his guard. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason okay. they say they keep him alive was the head of the rebellion, uh, he wanted to kind of study him and interact and learn the ways of his opponents, basically.
0: Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah.
1: And while Tom Cruise is there, it's it, there's a lot of weird subtitles in there. Like the the guy he kills in in the in the, in the battle, because there's like this end battle where he ends up fighting and killing a guy before he like passes out because he'd been stabbed and stuff like that. Ends up being the husband of the main leader's uh, sister. Okay. So, so it's in law. Well, since it's his sister, he has him staying in her house, even though he killed her husband. <laughs> And she takes care of him because that's kind of her duty or whatever for okay. being you know, the host of him. And there's, so there's all these weird subtitles on it. But he, he ends up spending his time interacting with the people of the thing. And there's this really cool scene where he's like walking around. And well, let me just play it. They are an intriguing people. From the moment they wake, they devote themselves to the perfection of whatever they pursue.
0: I have never seen such discipline.
1: Okay. So there's, and he just recognizes that this is what they do with their life. And, you know, this is why they're great warriors. This is why they're really good at whatever they're doing bow shooting, because they had mm-hmm. bow shooting with the samurai. And that just got me thinking in terms of what would that be like to live a life where you wake up and everything you pursue, you devote to be, to try to find perfection in that. And Exhausting. what that would be. And how, like, powerful that you know how much better of a person you would be from that i mean just i mean just thinking about all the things we do in life that are that we treat trivially like driving or like making coffee in the morning how many times do you just throw a couple things in the in the I'm in your very coffee specific maker
0: about how i make my coffee but do
1: you like specifically measure and make sure it's exact measurements of water and coffee grounds every time you well, throw it in the machine
0: does the water part but because i've got a carrot but
1: I mean, yeah. Oh, it's a carrot, so you're just putting the thing in there and go.
0: But, like, I mean, well, I mean, a lot of it is habit. Anyway.
1: Well, I mean, I don't do exact measurements of my coffee, ground coffee, when I put it in the thing. I, I make rough estimates of water and that.
0: I could... Talk about me staying with my sister for four days. Was, we were talking about this before we filmed, who's very, very specific. But, so she would.
1: But think about like driving. How many times do you drive and listen to music and not pay attention to actually oh, your yeah. driving or listen to a podcast or whatever? Yeah. You're you're, you're not actually dry, trying to drive to the best of your ability in those situations. You're just driving, moving it, using it as a point to get point A and point B. How many times in workouts... Do you sit there and listen to music or chat with friends and not pay attention to developing and performing said task to the best of your ability? I mean, think about swimming masters. You joke around, your kind of mind wanders while you're swimming or heck, anybody. Mind wanders, you're not focused solely on that task in everything you do. How much better you could be at all of these things if you devoted yourself to everything you pursue, that perfection, if that was your goal every day. Heck, if you could do it Say twenty percent of the time, how much better of a person would you be?
0: Well, if I'd be a better person, but I might be better at whatever that was. I mean,
1: well, whatever you're pursuing. But,
0: yeah, but it just make me
1: relationships. Whatever it might be.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: It was just an interesting... The movie for me is terrible, but it's it's Hollywood. They kind of idealized the samurai culture mm-hmm. to some extent. It's not completely an accurate portrayal. But there was some truth to that, of that these warrior classes back then dedicated themselves to being a warrior. They'd wake up and they'd train and move on. It was life and
0: death for them, too. It was life and death.
1: And it was, some of that was, it was also, it's a simpler time. You had food, you ate, you did whatever your trade was, and you went to bed. There was no distractions like we have nowadays. So it was technically a little bit easier survival
0: it's, was the, the distraction right I mean, you know the, at the
1: same time it was a time where that type of focus yeah. was available and we don't have that nowadays no I, I mean in,
0: that, and that's something that even you know you as a earlier generation you know before cell phones and before all the electronics and everything yeah you you had to, you know just think about something like typing on a typewriter You know, I mean, you had to do it very. You had to do it very specific. You had to be very precise, otherwise, nothing else. Find the
1: white stuff and try to. Oh my gosh! How painful that was if you had made a mistake. Self correcting typewriter.
0: When I got to college, was like the bomb. Oh my god! Well, yeah,
1: I mean, a typewriter. You had to be perfect in how how you typed everything out. Otherwise, you had to do do it all
0: over again. (laughs) Exactly. It's horrible. So you know, we we living in a time now that there's there's a lot of leeway for mistakes and for not having to be as perfect at everything we do microwaves and, you know, cooking, I mean, it just, it happens, you know, it's all
1: made for you. And the question is, though, is is should we kind of try to step back from that and go back to that singular focus and what we do from day to day? And would we, I think we would potentially be better for it. I think the distractions end up causing us to be very mediocre in a lot of things. In a
0: lot of things, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that our whole lives should step back and get rid of all the things that are, the conveniences that help us so much and get so that we can do so much stuff. But there's certainly some things that, yeah, it would be, we would be better off
1: you know, maybe when we're
0: actually paying attention to yeah, what the heck we were doing. Yeah.
1: Like when, when we're writing and stuff, maybe we don't, you know, write it out real quick and then go back and just re-edit it and change it completely. Maybe we need to think about, Hey, when we write, let's try to get a final product the first time yeah. and then make minor edifications. Too. When I think
0: about things like, uh, maybe like training, training, training an animal, you know, if you, you, there aren't any shortcuts when it comes to like training a dog or training a horse, right. They don't understand shortcuts. I mean, there's just right. different techniques. Um, you know and teaching kids but yeah as we get older we certainly do get lazier and i just think
1: of it would, i mean and we just step back and, and apply it to just training and triathlon mm-hmm. and i mean how much better would we be if every time we got in the pool we were focused on making a perfect stroke giving the perfect effort every time every time we went biking we focused on making the perfect shifts making Uh, the right Mm -hmm. decisions and and trying to expand our uh, capacity on a bicycle and when we're running focus on that technique Mm -hmm. make sure my body is in the right position when I'm running I I find myself if I'm not paying attention to it I can get sloppy Mm -hmm. and I'll do some things that are poor and if you do that long enough that becomes the way
0: yeah I mean I'm sure you know elite athletes that's they do focus every stroke and every footstep and every...
1: They you know, probably are there at that you know, level. They
0: are there, you know, at that level. But us normal human beings, no, we don't generally and put so, as much effort in.
1: Yeah, you know, and that and that was kind of when I, when I, every time I watch that movie, I'm just kind of taken back by that whole mm-hmm. scene Yeah. of you've got those people who are, they're dedicated to that being yeah. the best. And maybe that's something that, you know i should strive for more and more is I man i mean i'm not going to get to the point where i can do it for everything i think just please it's no. just very hard
0: you're v- you're you already annoying i'm already
1: 50 it's <laughs> it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks
0: <laughs> i wouldn't be able to be around you
1: <laughs> what to search for perfection and all that i do and everything i attempt to do i think that'd be great i think that'd be that's a that's an admirable goal i don't know if i could get there 'Cause I just it's just so hard to like come at just like driving. You would not be I'm a very well rounded
0: person, in my opinion. If you if all you do is focus on one thing.
1: At a time.
0: Okay.
1: You know, it's like, okay, I'm I'm up, I'm gonna make coffee, I'm gonna make coffee the best of my ability. I'm gonna do, do everything exact. Now when I go drive, I'm gonna focus on driving. I'm not gonna be blinded by you know, music playing or just kind of la 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 as I drive, I'm going to be scanning and just seek that in everything you do for a day. I think that would be a really interesting challenge. I guess, you know,
0: th- uh, regards to driving or even the coffee maker, these things that we have now make it so you don't have to do that. Right. So,
1: you don't have to, but you can. It can would be very
0: boring to hold a steering wheel that, I don't know. Anyway, okay.
1: It's about discipline. That's why he's like, these are the most disciplined people I've ever seen. Yeah. It's okay. about instilling and, and trying to reach that level of discipline. I think it would be interesting challenge to try that just for like a day to see if you could actually be that focused for an entire day. I think it would be really hard. I
0: think it would be very hard. I think it would be exhausting for everything that you do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But if you could do it, if you could reach that level, you would probably be a lot better in the things you pursue and be much less mediocre. Okay. I mean, you because, good, luck, good luck with that. Well, things like swimming, biking, race, and the triathlon sport. I mean, if you give effort and just don't run through the motions, you're oh, going to yeah. improve more.
0: Well, it's like you know. I mean, just even planning things out and having your transition area set up and You know, not just having that all haphazard and you know, plan. You know, just
1: planning everything, planning out. everything out. Yeah. And being very,
0: of course, you're going to be better than the person that just like ah, I think I know where my helmet is. And, and is a lot it in of it's
1: <laughs> and a lot of it, I think, is just being thorough yeah. and not just half-assing things. Yeah. That's the biggest problem people have. You begin to run into the the problem of how I do some things is how I do all things. It's one of my favorite sayings. Hmm. Cuz if you if you half-ass it sometimes, you're probably going to half-ass it a lot of the times. Yeah. And what this kind of gets to is like if I don't half-ass it, then I'm not going to half-ass it in other areas that are more important. Cuz gotcha. you see that in swimming. I people like the biggest thing in swimming that I see is the people that finish one yard short of the wall. Happens all the time. You pull up about a yard short of the wall or you know, half a stroke short of the actual wall instead of swimming into the wall. Eventually, you're going to be in a meet and you're going to find yourself in a position where you're going to end up going a half yard, half stroke short. Yeah. And you're going to half short it and you're not going to swim hard into the wall. Mm-hmm. Or there's going to be some event where that's going to bite you seen, in the back. I feel seen because
0: I do that all the time. <laughs>
1: well, I I, most of my swimmers do that. Now, you know, but that's that kind of that that half mentality of, yeah. you know, well, it's not a big deal. It's just practice.
0: No, my fear is that I'm going to hit the wall with my hand too hard. <laughs> if I swim into the wall, I'm going to swim into the wall, and it's going to hurt.
1: Because <laughs> we don't practice until we get it right. We practice until we can no longer get it wrong.
0: Ah, that's a good phrase. I like that one.
1: Yeah, that's one of my other favorite ones. Hmm, you don't I'll practice go. until you get it right. You practice until you can no longer get, get it, it wrong. I like that. And that's the other side of that, of seeking the perfection of like, mm-hmm. hey, if I can do this perfect perfectly, then I'm not going to get it wrong. Yeah. It's just an interesting concept. I, I I enjoy these concepts, and I think they're fun to just throw hmm. out there and think about.
0: Cool. All righty. Well, if you like us, give us a like on iTunes. No, iTunes, iTunes, we get five stars.
1: Yes, give us stars in iTunes. Stars and on iTunes. on YouTube. Instagram. Hit the like button. Hit, hit the to like subscribe Instagram. if you want to see more content. Yes. Hit the bell if you want to be notified when we publish that content because we're all we're publishing this weekly. Occasionally we throw out some other things. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good stuff. It is good. And, stuff. And uh, I'll uh, put a link for the uh, the video. On YouTube down there. And if you want, check it out. The movie has a Hollywood-style ending that's kind of, uh, but that middle scene is, is, is that first the middle scene is, is, is worth watching, I think.
0: Well, good. Well, if you're looking for a coach, check us out at Go3Sport.com. And uh, we'll see you next week.